At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon, a production of iHeartRadio. Sports fans, golf fans, or just fans, it's another episode of Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon. Max, you're a busy man on Sunday. Yeah, we had golf. It was nice to watch golf. But you were you doing like a live show? Oh, I did a live uh, Call of Duty stream. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, I wasn't exactly busy. But, yeah, I felt like work, you know. <laughs> Got to put my talents out there for the world to critique. Uh, went okay. Uh, pretty good. Definitely my, my best live performance. Um, I did better than Charles Barkley uh, at his live performance. So, all in all, I would say it was a pretty – Pretty good day. Yeah, so I was uh, I was out at the pool with the kiddo and the wife. I got home. I got home right around probably six or seven, and I turned it on, and I'm just they're they're having to cut the mic. Tom Brady just losing it, and you could tell he was saying stuff that they didn't want to get on air. And and then all of a sudden, this magical moment happens after Barkley's kind of all over him, and he holds out. And I mean that was kind of the moment of the whole deal. It was absolutely perfect. Um, what's funny is I fell asleep from holes about seven to 10. So I missed it. Um, but yeah, I woke up and everyone said, man, Tom's a goat, like so sick. And I was like, what did I miss? Cause the six holes I watched were atrocious. Um, he didn't hit basically a good shot. Yeah. They had the seven second delay for a good reason. Uh, he was saying all kinds of bad words, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, hooped it. Uh, that's what the great ones do. He really did seem to like find his stride. I'm sure Peyton said it after very uncomfortable all day, which I, totally get i think even a lot of professional golfers would be pretty uncomfortable in that situation uh but yeah tom man like that was so cool because they they were tra- talking trash the mo- like right up until he hit it and he hit it and he basically was like take that and uh i thought that was really cool um again it goes it goes to why these guys are first off super entertaining but also second just like so good at what they do uh tom said it right before he hit the shot he said it's gonna turn like i know it is and that's just the you know 
optimism that all I think great athletes have. Tom had it even in a sport that he's not necessarily very comfortable with. Um, but what a cool shot. I mean, it was beautiful, uh, especially going from, you know, gosh, like no solid shots up until then, to like then just making one. I guess that's just like a Tom Brady thing. Like once I get it, the ball will just start going in. Yeah, just, Justin Thomas was within 100 yards, so it makes yes, more sense when a wedge gets pulled in. That's a great point. You, you know, I, I think if we've learned, if there's one theme that we've learned about sport during quarantine, I think I've, I've got it here. It is, don't trash talk goats. You yes. know, don't, don't, we learned in last dance, don't trash talk Jordan, it doesn't work out. The moment they started actually in his ear trash talking the goat quarterback of all time. And I, and I'm not a big fan of goat because I think we use it too much. I don't really think there's a lot of debate between those two Jordan being the best basketball player and Tom Brady being the best quarterback of all time. And you, I mean, Max, you're a professional golfer. How often do you hole out a year? You, you know, I mean, it, it's not, I don't think people totally understand how rare it is for a great golfer to hole out a wedge. Yeah, I'd be surprised. I mean, I'd be curious to know, like, how many times he's ever done that. I'm going to go with this, though, before we get too far away from your last statement uh, with the goats thing. I'm with you overused. Um, I think Michael Jordan is close to unequivocal. I mean, I think you could add maybe one or two names into the argument. I think Tom Brady is the most accomplished quarterback ever. I don't think that he's like definitely like the greatest quarterback ever. I think that I think that is a perfect example of us using it too much like um He's won the most, you know, the most Super Bowls he's had, like, you know, the longest, uh, the best kind of organization or whatever. But I do think that, like, that's where I feel like we throw it around. And it made me think that as like when we were watching last dance, maybe we throw this Michael Jordan thing around too much with him being the go. And then I watched him like, all right, man, like <laughs> probably not <laughs> overusing it with him. He is a, a special, special human. But yeah, going back to making wedge shots, I don't know the last one I, I've made. It's not like you... <laughs> You just go around doing it, let alone he is on camera once in his life uh, playing golf on TV uh, one time. And he makes a wedge shot, uh, especially considering he stunk for like two hours leading up to that. <laughs> Pretty yeah, good point. Pretty like underrated or I guess maybe even underappreciated that the ball just went in the hole like and, and right after Brooks Kepka chirped it or not kind of chirped him was like, I'll give you a hundred thousand, but you need to make a par. And then he makes like a. Uh, three on a par five is like that's pretty sick i mean may maybe if, if if it comes down to like you know we're we're examining resumes to see who the goat is at the end like that might be a tiebreaker like, you have you a wedge wedge? On TV? <laughs> maybe that's what Wait, so so I, i'm a little i'm a, I'm, I'm taken off topic here but i mean I, I just gotta ask if if brady isn't your quote-unquote greatest of all time at the quarterback position and I mean, are you, are you going Montana? I'm trying to think of where you're, I know you're a steel, you, you have Steelers blood in you. Is it yeah, Bradshaw? Not like, where, where are, where are you in terms of somebody you feel like is up for debate against Brady? Oh, I just think it's the way you look at, like, this is where like the goat thing is so unfair. Golf is the easiest one to debate because golf will always be golf. There's always just going to be like, 18 Wins, holes 72 yeah it's yeah. pretty simple and we could when we do it with jack and tiger it's it's funny like or mr nicholas and 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 i, I can say tiger um we we uh <laughs> we like we we like to cross-examine who had the tougher competition but then it's kind of ridiculous because tiger made his competition probably not look as good jack did the same thing like all these things so i keep saying jack i gotta say mr nicholas it is uh, inappropriate to me um but uh, in football and basketball and like probably every other sport ever, the, you know, 
sorry for the pun, but we move the the goalposts like a lot. Like it, they they move on their own. So like when I watch Tom Brady play, I am not enamored by the way he throws a football or or his precision or obviously like his mobility, but the way that he leads his team is tremendous. But like right. I'm biased, but I I would much rather watch. Like I think Tom or Aaron Rodgers is considerably better at like throwing a football and, 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 and around. More, more fun to watch. Like Joe, if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna watch Sunday like. I always, I've always said Rory, I feel like when I watch Rory now, and, and this is post Tiger, if you will, because, you know, Tiger's been around for so long, but when Rory is in the hunt, I feel like golf tournaments feel no bigger. And I feel like when Aaron is on Sunday night, Aaron, do you see how we're like, good friends? you could do that. We, we, I kind of know him. So yeah, Aaron, you know, Aaron, a, I call him a, when I text <laughs> him, he, uh, when, when he's on Sunday night football, it feels a little bit bigger. This isn't to sure. say there's other people not like that, but I just think now I will say that, you know, when you look at the two guys today playing golf and Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, I feel like we, when we evaluate athletes, we love looking at their athletic abilities. You know, sure, he's, sure. he's LeBron, he's 6'9", he's 270, he can jump out of the gym. And I think sometimes we maybe don't give enough credit to the mind because I feel like the mind is, you know, as a quarterback, it's got to be 60, 70% of the skill, you know, is is being able to see and understand everything, evaluate it. You know, you know, Manning was the audible guy and kind of brought that to the game as a completely new piece to the chess puzzle. And I feel like sometimes when you look at Brady and you go, you know, Rodgers can outthrow him or, you know, I mean, hell, probably 20 quarterbacks in the league now. Maybe all yeah. of them can outthrow him now. I almost feel like sometimes we don't appreciate the mind as much because totally. it's it's not as sexy if you will yeah Even Tom, Brady's, Tom Brady's kind of a sexy guy yeah he's a good looking dude we were talking about like the guy the guy this Lacey he got out of the car this morning like walking to the <laughs> uh, clubhouse and Lacey said he just looks rich like yes he, he vibes like point. so much GQ but yeah my point isn't that Tom Brady is not the goat my point is that it's hard just to say no doubter like goat but I'm with you with the brain it's it's tough um you there's no way to quantify it like we don't know some some you know people uh we just hear are really smart and someone like a Peyton Manning who's constantly audibling like we're going to like more no like we would know Notice now it. that he's smart but like uh <laughs> you know like it, it, it's all pretty the obvious now. Thing? like if you talk well, yeah, so much? a little bit like a little <laughs> bit like if you if you look at how the golf went today like phil talked a lot and explained explained a lot and he's super super smart tiger didn't talk about it as much and i'm assuming tiger knows those shots even jt like you know kind of not talked phil through it, but jt knew where phil was going when they played that pitch and run early in the in the thing so but but it helps to talk about it a lot so people will know that they're not, not that it matters that they know, but like, it's more, it's easier for me to be like, Phil is such a smart dude, you know, right. because, because I have proof that he is, he's, he, he mentions it like, you know, uh, Bryson more so. I mean, like, but that's the <laughs> thing is like, there's probably a lot of others. Like D Jason Duffner is one of the smartest golfers I've ever been around. Like the stories I've heard about him, um, certain things I've watched him do, like just, you could watch him and know that he's smart at it. And then just, like I said, stories from other players, but he doesn't talk like at all. So like, we don't, that's not a common thing to know. So there's no right way to do it. But with, that's why I think that we, you know, to your point, we don't um, put enough stock into it when we're evaluating Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, like all the best quarterbacks, but for sure, like they are. And I thought it was really interesting watching or seeing uh, uh, for two reasons. Peyton Manning's a little like notes card that he took yesterday because it was classic Peyton Manning, like notes everywhere, like all kinds of stuff. But my favorite was because I used to do this and we used to joke about this in junior golf when we would look at our old yardage books on one hole. It said like, get in play. 
It's like, when is that not your plan? You know what I mean? Like I used to write that, like hit fairway. It's like, yep. Yep. Good, good note there, Max. Like probably didn't need to waste any energy doing it. So like, that was, that was funny, but it was, yeah, it was cool to see the cerebral, the two very cerebral guys, Peyton, especially, um, you know, team up and, and play a sport that you need a heck of a lot of, you know, brain power, I guess, going into to decipher all that goes into hitting a golf shot. I would have loved to have seen junior Max Homa's face when you opened the yardage book <laughs> on 14 and it said, hit the fairway. And I you probably went, oh, yelled you know at myself. You know what? I should hit the fairway. So uh, I wasn't really on social today. A few observations from the match. First things first, and I can only imagine people were discussing this ad nauseum. T- Tiger shorts, were they? He will always wear something. You know, he looked like early Nadal. When Nadal first started winning French Opens, that's the short length. Like Tiger's not getting turned away from any like any sure. church. That thing is well past the knee. You sure. Know? He he. Yeah. Um. It's it's a class. I have this issue. Uh, you do not have this issue. I have this issue. Phil does not have this issue. Me and Tiger not big calves. So okay. You kind of gotta you kind of gotta hide Mask them a little him. bit. Yeah. You don't want to. You you can't see our bony little knees. You know, because then it just exposes us even more. So now Tiger could get away with anything because he's you know Tiger. But um, I think that's the plan a little bit for him. Uh, but yeah, uh, that was a big uh, topic of discussion um, that I, I, you know, they, they love the outfits. The rain in the beginning made me incredibly nervous. We were all excited to do something today, like watch something. And when that was coming, I'm like, they can't play. Like it was, it was you could just see like they were all trying to act cool. It's only four people on the range and like. Tom Brady kept looking down at his grip and he, I could see him like looking at everybody being like, I can't hold the club. Like this is a joke. Oh, I have a question for you. Cause I, again, I didn't watch the early parts of it. I think I was pick, I picked it up during your nap session. They never mentioned this. <laughs> Did anybody explain the Brady left foot in for the putting? Did, was that ever explained? Cause I, I thought at one point he was stepping to, to knock, like to step on a, like a pitch oh, mark. Oh yeah. No, no one explained I'd never it. Seen yeah. that before. Yeah, I've never seen that one. Someone was joking about that on social media. Yeah, I didn't get that one. There were a lot of things. They they did a th- this was people have been pining for it. Not sure how it would work all the time, but this is what these exhibitions need. The announcers shut up the whole time. And it was <laughs> awesome because even you could tell like J- JT, who I will go into because I was amazed, but JT like was mid sentence one time and Phil started to talk and they all had a good feel because everyone could hear everyone, but Phil started to talk and JT just like cut off his sentence. It was like, I'm done. And you could tell that like all the things that, that we kind of complain about a little bit um, here and there, again, I think it's a, it's a fine line, but they, they were tremendous at, we listened to just them. And it's tough because I talked to DJ Pi today about it. Cause he said, this is the best thing I've watched in forever. And I said, yeah, I said, the only thing it needs is another group so that we didn't have like, so, uh, flat, like middle ground. Like if you had a random person tune in, they would probably get a little, if they're not in love with golf, like most of us are like, they might get a little bored. That's literally my only, the only thing that they would need to do, but that's what happens when you have four people. It happened last week at the tailor made drive for relief thing. So they did a tremendous job. It was so nice to be able to hear so much, so much explanation. Phil carried it. Like he talked, um, you know, through a lot and was very, open i think tiger's mic went out on the back because i thought tiger was pissed about i thought he was over it but then i started to realize that his mic was not working because i didn't hear him for quite a few holes tiger wasn't as open about or i guess open he wasn't like he didn't explain as much about like the shots he was hitting um but he was super helpful to to uh, peyton um but yeah i mean phil's stuff was 
it was just so interesting. It's interesting for a professional down to whoever, you know, random golfer. It was, it was wild. And the fact that they gave us room to listen and really did step out and like not talk so much was like, that was really cool. I, I don't know how it would work for a full tournament um, because you're not going to get any real banter for the most part. You're going to get a little bit. Um, I thought it was great. I think it thought, thought it also proved that if you just stay quiet and we just watch people walk, it's not that boring. Like it's not what you think it is where I need to be listening to something all the time. Like it actually was pretty cool. And, and I thought it was a good time to test that out and see how we liked it. Cause no better time than having Phil and tiger. And obviously two of the best quarterbacks of all time. And we would, we just like to watch them move around. So we don't need talking. So I thought that was great. Yeah. I mean, and, and you're, we're going to get, broadcast crews that are going to have an opportunity to try this out. I mean, yeah. I, I had a conversation this past week about the U S open. If there's no fans there, you know, with, with our Fox crew, we have those mics in the cups that people used to complain about, and they don't realize how much audio that that picks up right. amongst the players and the caddies. You know, it is going to be, if, if everybody's paying attention, it is going to be an unbelievable opportunity to just lay out as an announcer and listen to golf because with no fans and no crowds, you're going to pick up everything. The mics are going to pick up everything. So those conversations, especially this year with everything that's going to happen when the tour goes back, has an opportunity to kind of follow in what you're saying. I got a funny story from, uh, from the first, the first match, they had a, a practice day out and it was, this kind of goes along with the Phil and tiger talking. They had a, a day where the, Phil and tiger went out and played four holes. And you know, the production crew was kind of showing them the drones and showing them some of the stuff that was going to be kind of close, maybe a little bit in their kitchen that they're maybe not used to. And on one hole, Phil goes, you know, Tiger, the easiest money you could make this entire thing, because they were they were just playing how to prepare for this. Easiest money you're going to make this whole week. I'll challenge you to a long drive hole. You know, you obviously can out hit me if you want. I'll do it right here. And Phil hits one. Of course, he hits it good. And of course, he starts chirping. And again, this is just practice. I mean, this isn't the real thing. Chirping, 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 chirping. Tiger's saying nothing. Tiger's saying nothing. And as they're walking off the tee, Phil kind of quietly looks at Tiger and goes, Hey, I mean, just any boy, just tell me to shut up. (laughs) Just you tell me to shut up. It was just a great look into their two personalities where Tiger's not, I mean, that's just not him. You know, it's his personality is not to be out there joking and bringing all this stuff out in in those, in those environments. And that is exactly Phil's domain. I mean, that's who he is. Yeah. Tiger was the, is, and was on this particular instance. And obviously, uh, you know, via your story, like he's the king of subtlety. Like he'll give you a little jab here and there. He he's very quiet. Phil is, uh, how, um, my dad used to joke about this. Uh, he's a volume shooter when it comes to comedy. Like (laughs) my dad says that about himself. He's like, I just throw out as much as I can. And a couple of them are going to land, but like tigers, like, you know, he's very calculated. Like, like Phil is just going to He's going to throw a bunch of pasta against the wall and hope some sticks. Uh, but yeah, they did that today. Like, like exactly to your story, Phil, <laughs> they're going in the drive. I mean, Phil is nuts. He's, he's, nice. going, into the, the he's, he's going to this. I mean, he, I, he's, he's like this a lot, but he does play it up a little bit. Like when he's on these like things, like he, he, he ramps up the chatter and the, and the trash talk. Like he really is amazing to have on all of these things, but he, they're doing the first uh, long drive and, uh, you know, Tiger had already said, like, I can't outdrive you, man. Like he said it the day prior. So, um, Phil's getting up there. He's just going, he's talking about his coffee, his calves. He says, thank you to work day. Like this one's for you. And Tiger looks at the camera and goes, this is what I deal with every time I play with Phil. <laughs> and it's like, it was such, again, to Tiger's point, like or to credit, it's so subtle because it wasn't even a jab. It's just like, he was basically saying, we can't be more different. 
like this guy is just like he, he just he's a, like a chatty Kathy and Tiger's literally the opposite. But you could tell also at the same time, this is the beauty of it. Tiger liked it like it was it was funny to him, like he enjoyed it. I, I'm sure, you know, like it's not what he's used to or what like his favorite thing in the world. But yeah, it, we got a little we got brought into their world a little bit. I thought that was great. Um, Phil, Phil really does drive this stuff. Everybody would watch Tiger play golf with no sound on anything. And we would just watch him play 18 holes by himself. So he has that, uh, you know, obviously advantage. But Phil kept the conversation going with the with the group, um, even with some of the crew. I mean, he, he crushed it. Uh, Justin Thomas, though, was like, well, actually, I have another point. Sorry. Charles Barkley proved to me that we don't even need golf people to be announcers. Charles Barkley was so good. See, I disagree with okay, you. Okay, well, yeah, you should. No, no, no. I'm not about the golf announcers. I'm just saying Barkley, Barkley is the outlier in this world where he can sit okay, in any fair. chair that's fair. on any sport, on any topic. It doesn't even have to be sports. I mean, you could put him on a town hall. You could put him on CNN. Yeah, that's a you good could point. put him anywhere, and he would be entertaining he would be funny and he would say two or three things that would just skirt the line yeah. of pissing people off or making them laugh. And that's what it, you know, you know what the, you know what this, I was going to mention this and this even hammers home my point even more. You know, how we all love to talk about Anthony Kim and it's because we as golf fans felt like we, we didn't get all of it. We didn't get all of Anthony Kim. You know, we got a, a really small sample size of this young stud. And it was before all the young studs became a thing. Like this guy's really cool. And his legend grows because we didn't get to watch his whole career. I feel like this times a thousand with Phil Mickelson as an analyst, because I don't ever think he's going to go to TV. I just think he's made too much money and he's going to have all these other ventures. And, you know, he's he's done very well. He's, he's going to go down as one of the highest paid athletes of all time in any sport. But Phil is, to me, the closest golf could get to Barkley if he took a chair. I agree with that. He and he's very knowledgeable about many topics. Um, to all the young kids or 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 other you know professional golfers coming up the ranks that listen to this show, um, if you do take a note from Phil Mickelson, you want to know why he gets paid like five hundred grand to do one day outing? It's because he's that cool. Like, yeah. imagine that. Imagine your 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 buddies uh, paying uh, you know twenty grand to do some golf outing and you get that much energy. Like that's what he does in every pro-am. And then imagine you pay that much money and you get nothing. You would never do it again. And you tell everyone not to, that's what fills Brandon brand is. He's a genius when it comes to that he is entertaining. He's helpful. He's all those things that you want in like a pro-am professional partner. Uh, when we play these things, it's not so much like, Oh, I want you to give me six birdies. It's like that, that, it, it would be great, but it's more like I want to learn something. I want to hear something that I wouldn't know if I hadn't played with you. And Phil will give you that every time. He is a very generous dude when it comes to that. He crushed it today. Um, you know, you could say he's quirky. I make fun of it. You, JT's poking fun at him the whole time. You know, like everyone's making fun of him, but everybody respects that he does it because it's great for the people around him. Like it, it's it's as cool a move as it gets. Uh, so that that I thought that was good. That's a great point you made about Charles Barkley. He yeah he's outlier. I, I I take that back. He he could do anything, and he's the one that keeps it moving. Um, I thought everybody was good. I mean, like you know, Trevor Immelman had like the professional uh, side of like the professional golfer in the booth. JT had like the not like, and and you needed kind of both because Trevor would say something very smart. Justin would say something. 
uh, more like uh, the average human would say something, but like from Justin Thomas. And and I, and I felt like, I mean, kudos to the whole crew. And I mean, to Newbarth, Jeff Newbarth and, and his entire team to put it on because, you know, the first match, which I was a part of, had a lot of voices coming yeah. from a lot of directions. And I knew that was going to be condensed just from talking to him over the last few months and over the last year, year and a half or so. And I just felt like it was nails. I mean, you mentioned it. Immelman, who I felt like did a great job of at times talking about golf. I mean, late into the match, he was talking about Phil changing his driver. And he said a few things where if you were a golf fan, you would have picked up on that. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. I thought JT was awesome in that role. And, like you know, he's on the ground. He would he would just pick his spots and I felt like nail it, you know, pick a spot, nail it and get out to, to what you said earlier. He didn't overspeak. He wasn't talking, running on and on and on. He said, you know, this is going to be a really tough pitch or it's into the grain. And then he was done. And I just felt like that was, that was, you know, that's not an easy role to jump into. Absolutely. I, I was so impressed. I I've, I'm a huge fan of his, um, in all things, but he's a very bright kid and he's very quick and witty. And he has that little gift of talking trash to you without ever crossing a line. So like everyone thinks it's funny and you could, Ooh, he also can back it up, which helps, but he's, he's got that. Like he's got those quips that, that are, that are friendly, but really funny and a little bit mean, but always in the right balance. So when he's in something like this, it's perfect. Um, also it kind of helps that he, like, I, you know, he's kind of playing better than all of them, you know, like his career right now. Like it was kind of weird to think about that, but like Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson are there. And like, Justin's actually probably like, I mean, although I will say Tiger played unbelievable today, but like JT, what was like, up with the, the Tiger drive? Years, the low bleeder the low bullet, all day. Yeah, awesome. He owned it. Um, but yeah, so that was, uh, I thought Justin was amazing, man. Like he, he, uh, he, he, like you said, he picked his spots. He never over talked. Somebody put it, said it perfectly on Twitter. He never talked just to talk, like to fill space. He just, right. if he had something to say and he thought it would be helpful, he, he jumped in confidently. Um, I also like the segment and this is the part of where I wish, uh, the analyst would do a little bit more, you know, more in-depth job here and there, but it would be hard if you're not a Justin or if you're not a Trevor Immelman or if you're not on the ground, like Justin was, but I, I really appreciated, you know, Phil explaining and Justin kind of talking about it too. When he had that pitch, he's like, Hey, this is really grainy. So I got to play it low because if I go high, it's a really hard shot. Like, and it doesn't look hard because that's when you get these, these guys, you know, that will be like, uh, Oh yeah. You know, long, right is good here. And then you get long, right. And it's like, okay, he is long, right. Well, you don't know the lie. And you're like, well, why did he just put it? Like, that's a weird play. That wasn't a very good shot. It's like, maybe the lie sucked. Like right. we need to know that. And that helps when I, and even if you don't say it every time you need the f fan base or, or the viewers to at least understand that there's a lot more that goes into everything, but especially pitching in Florida than just where you are. Uh, an example, though, for why there should be less talking, and I, and I kind of wrote this down, uh, and it's no knock on anybody. Like, everyone was right here, but it's just the point of too much talking in golf because there's so much empty space. You're going to get so much contradictory stuff going on. On the third hole, par five, coolest hole on the golf course, tiny, tiny green, like such a sick-looking hole. Um, I know even Andy Johnson, like, prepped it, and he mentioned on, on the shotgun start that, like, you guys got to see three. And when it came through, like, me, my group chat, we all were like, holy cow, like, this this grain is sweet. Well, Justin goes, the best spot to be here is short left. Like, you really want to be short left because you get to pin high or past it. The chip is a little bit awkward. We don't know if that's true. I'm going to take his word for it. Well, he a Tiger hits this shot and kind of complained about it and goes long left. 
but it's it looks fine and it ended up being fine well then trevor goes that's a great shot long left's perfect here and again no knock on either because it ended up being right for both of them but it was just like i just heard somebody say short left's good and now he's long left so now you're making it just sound like you can hit it anywhere like left you know it's just like that's why i just think less voices help like for little issues like that where everyone's just trying to like i would have said the same thing trevor did because it looked perfect and, and it was tiger hit it hit it close but um you just, we don't need uh, you don't need i want one thing or no things i'll learn from the shot and then and then i'll get something like a justin does or bones will do where like phil hit the shot and then they'll say hey that's a lot harder than he made that look like i like that like that's good or or having justin on the thing also helped because someone hit a bad shot he goes well that you know kind of stunk and it's like cool like i want to hear that too i want to know when it was hard and when it was easy when they messed up or when they didn't i feel like golf does have uh the announcing for for good reason for i mean i appreciate it but it's a lot of like uh that must have something must have gone wrong it's like like justin was kind of like well he fatted it like there was no explanation it was just he chunked it it's yeah like, cool that's good too because you need a little balance um so but I thought it was so cool. I thought it was a really good uh, time to like mix it up. I also find it so weird. I think Fox is, I, I know that they have a bigger budget or whatever. They have more time to pre- prepare for their like one tour event a year, or at least for like on the, on the PJ tour side with the U S open, but like Fox's broadcasting is so cool for the week. And TNT does this one. And it was unbelievable. Like this was same the director. best one I've seen. Same director. We're yeah. like, I, I, I get it. Like CBS and NBC who do golf all the time must have a template and they must roll with it. And, and, and it must be scary to like get out of their comfort zone because it's worked for so long. I hope that they watch some of this just to feel out that how much that worked. And and it it's as as I've grown up and and I and I've learned through you and all these, you know, and Amanda and all these people I've gotten to meet. I and even kind of doing these rebroadcasts, I I'm starting to really appreciate how hard it is to say really quick things when you have so little time. And I'm starting to understand how difficult being a broadcaster is. Uh, so I, and I'm not like, I'm not picking on, on like these, the, the common commentary. What my point is, is that I think it would be easier if you just didn't talk as much. Like you really, like, I think we worry about like this dead space and this kind of proved that it's okay. Even if the players aren't mic'd, I think it's okay. Cause a lot of the time we just saw them driving and I'm like, okay, here's like almost like a little break in a break. And it was nice. And if you do want to throw the, the, um, you know, the uh, mics on the players in on the PJ tour, I think that'd be good, but it'd be nice to see and, and just try it out and see if like maybe a little less, you know, talking uh, commentary, like we don't need to hear every little thought because it's hard to come up with those thoughts. I mean, you can, you, you should speak on that because I, I can only imagine how hard it is. I'm doing these rebroadcasts where we don't need to even come in and out. And I'm like, man, like it goes really quick. So sometimes if I go to say something, it comes out wrong, but it's not like I can go double back and like explain it. So it's like, why don't you just keep your mouth shut? And we could have listened. Like, that's how I kind of started to look at it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think and and just real quick, I, I know I just kind of cut in on you that the same director for Fox, Steve Bime is who does, does the match and has done both of them. And he's awesome. He's, he's, does a whole bunch of different sports and he's very, very talented. And that crew was kind of a mix of, of different, you know, people out there in the different networks, a lot of our camera guys, and it looked brutal out there. Yeah. It looked, I mean, you know, that's what you don't totally get. And, and BA did a great job of, you know, giving them a shout out, but I mean, those guys, they're not in carts. They're not under an umbrella. Yeah. I mean, they are, they are in, the in the nasty mud. So you know, that is a tough day. That, that is a that is a hotel bar for about three hour night after that, maybe a little Absolutely. bit longer. But yeah, you know, I think for us, you know, when I do it, at least and, and I've only been doing this for, you know, a few years, but 
to me, I try to lay out as a team when the picture's telling a better story than we can speak. So when we have an unreal camera shot, say it's Pebble Beach, say it's the, the boat shot at 18, and you've got Tiger, Phil, whomever, walking you know, along the boardwalk there at 18 at Pebble Beach, and they're striding up to the green. It's like, I need to say nothing because this is telling everything you need to know, right? I mean, it's the whole cliche of pictures worth a thousand words. I mean, an unbelievable high definition shot from a camera that's sitting on a boat, you know, in Stillwater Cove watching golfers walk at Pebble Beach. I don't necessarily need to speak. And I, it is hard. I mean, you do have 20 seconds of silence feels like 20 minutes. Yeah, you know, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm trying to like, em, like, like sympathize. Like I, I get, I'm getting that. Like when, when I'm saying this, I know that like, that must be really hard to just like have nothing going on. And just, and just to trust it's, it takes a lot of trust in everybody involved to know that if you say nothing for 15 seconds, that people aren't home at home, aren't going, did the audio go out? You know, yeah, it's, what, it's like, like what's happening. Yeah. It's, so it's, it is, it's such, it's such a fine line of kind of balance and when to lay out and when not. And, you know, there are some unreal moments in golf history. There's some unreal moments in sports history where broadcasters would lay out for a long, long time. My, my producer, Mark Loomis, has an unreal story at St. Andrews. And, and there was a, a silence during this unbelievable moment at the old course. And I think he might've won an Emmy for it, you know? And it was this Emmy yeah. about producing just, we have the shot, we have the place. It was the best part about the it. end of the Masters. Like they just, uh, right. Nance, Nance, Nance was like, we're not talking. And you just let everybody make of it what they made of it. It was no longer on, on Nance and Faldo. They did an amazing job of just backing out. And then we could all just create our, our own um, opinion of, of what was happening. We didn't need anybody to tell us what was happening, like what, what we should think at that yeah. point, which, which at times, again, this is why I, I understand this. this is really hard. I'm just saying it may be experiment here and there, but like, Sometimes you do need to like interject. So like it's it's an impossible right. balance. People are way too hard on them. But I did think this was cool to like see. Um, obviously having like you mentioned having someone like Barkley helps a lot. Having Justin, it I was beyond impressed. Um, you have someone like Amanda who can do like the in like the interior stuff, like the the more scripted is the wrong word, but the more like uh, back and forth, like the the interactive stuff. I guess is a better word to say. Um, so that that was that was fantastic. Um, but yeah, I'm just I would be curious to see how this would work in like a tour event because I was much more uh, intrigued today. Also, part of it, I haven't watched anything that I didn't know was going <laughs> to happen in a while. So maybe it was cheating. It's nice to see. Now, let me just one more one last thing on yeah. this point that we're talking about, because I do think this is important from the broadcaster side to say, and I know you're going to agree with me here, so I'm not breaking any news here. This thing has Phil Mickelson. This yeah. thing has Charles Barkley. A lot of guys, no offense, on the PGA Tour do not have the personality of a Phil Mickelson and a Charles Barkley. So you mic up three guys that don't have big personalities and you're asking announcers to lay out, that could get slow. For so sure. There, there are moments where, you know, you're, you're punching up the broadcast in that seat because you need to. I mean, you've got to make it more interesting. You've got to talk about the moment and the situation and the lie and everything that's happening because, again, you're not blessed with maybe the best personality since Arnold Palmer on the PGA tour and arguably the best personality in the history of TV sports on the analyst side and Charles Barkley. So that is an unbelievable benefit they have. 
Totally. And that that's where this is kind of an unfair, this was going to be a can't miss thing. Even the first one, I know you worked it and there were a lot of voices and people kind of bagged on stuff here and there. I still enjoyed it. It, it. Like the golf wasn't very good. Like that's what, to me, the last one lacked this week or today. It was fantastic. Tiger played unbelievable. Like it's fun to see him comfy on his own golf course. Cause he, he did not miss one golf shot minus the wedge <laughs> into one. Every shot he hit was on a frozen rope. And it was like, you know, every time I've watched him play for maybe the last, like, you know, four, uh, exhibitions, the wrong word, because one of them's the, the, the president's cup, but something that's a little bit more intimate. The last like three or four of them, I always leave thinking, dude, this guy's iron play is so stupid. Like he's JT said the perfect thing. JT said the perfect thing. He said not any like almost nobody can make a long iron look that freaking easy. Like and it really does. Like everything he does, like no like disrespect to Phil. Like obviously Phil the thrill. Phil Phil makes it look a little bit harder than it probably is, um, wh- which is funny with his like irons and driver, whereas around the greens, he makes everything look easier than it really is. Like it's, it's kind of odd, but Phil's golf swing doesn't have like the same balance tiger does. And so, and, and obviously he's hitting, you know, these four irons and not striping them all the time. Like that's what tiger's MO has always been, but like Phil, it looks a little less like graceful from, from the tee up to like about the wedge area where he's like a master class where tiger uh, kind of the opposite like when he's got an iron in his hand it truly looks like a robotic and, and, and like the perfect and robotic and like flowy like it's like just perfect and it's cool to see that because that's that if i had to explain to somebody that you know we've had two maybe like add in ernie else three people from like that generation or that little mini era that have been like the like the best like those three very much stand out phil especially obviously vj i'm forgetting but that they like very much stand out the difference is i think tiger makes those shots that are quite difficult look ridiculously easy uh and phil does the same thing around the, the short game ernie did it a lot to me off the tee like i i feel like they have those things but if you want to really explain like visually why tiger is tiger tiger does it from the tee all the way to the green he's struggled a little on the tee to make it look easy but like he's always been in balance he always it just looks it looks so graceful it's what i love about michael jordan man like it's just it's the prettiest thing to watch we talked about it last week uh tiger or uh mr nicholas said that about tiger no one's ever been this like conventional looking orthodox looking in every single area of the game that's what he does um i thought that was awesome i have a few points though here that i wrote down that i just thought i'd bring up for people that watch um, actually this one will go to anything, uh, a lot of rulings today, uh, and tiger or Phil were explaining it to Tom, to Peyton, uh, <laughs> professional golfers or people who golf a lot, explaining to people who don't the rules and how to do it makes me laugh so hard and cringe a little. Cause they, their rules are very odd. You stepped out of bounds. Uh, there's, we do 15 yards for this. Like it's pretty right. like, pretty like black and cut and dry and like not arbitrary at all where it's like on the very first hole, uh, Peyton hit it in the bush and he's like, what do I do here? And, and Tiger's like, well, you just take it unplayable. He goes, okay, what do I do then? And he goes, well, you take two club lengths and like watch him do it. I'm like, this is so stupid. Like he's like holding a club, like up like this over the bush. And then he puts it down and like, he's like, okay, here. And then like, you just kind of like flip the club over again. Like it's not very specific. Again, right. we joke about this first sport. It's like, if you don't hit the ball from the same blade of grass, it's a penalty. But like now we can just like willy nilly use the club, like wherever. And then you have the head drop. cover on yeah. the driver when you do the try. <laughs> I, I couldn't agree with you more. It's then point they did the tom tom hit in the water and he asked the producers like can somebody help me with the drop and trevor's explained to him and even that made me laugh it's like all right so you drop where it last crossed you get two club links or you can go all the way back <laughs> in a straight line and you could just see tom being like this is 
this is dumb. Like, it, it I'm good. Sense. I'm gonna spit it out. It makes sense, like now because we know it. But like, when someone has to explain it to someone who doesn't know, I always feel so cringy. They'll be like, "Which? Where do I drop?" And I'm like, "I don't." Or like, why? I'm like, I don't even want to tell you because like it makes me embarrassed. Like, it's stupid. Just drop it wherever you want. I don't. Right. I don't care. Yeah. It 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 goes back to the. I mean, the, the essence of golf and and how when Rob, the late Robin Williams explains it in that comedy routine yeah. about golf, and you think about it, you're like. Wait, what are you doing? You're like, you hit this ball way down that into a hole. Uh, I, I had a, I had a little point because you brought it up about pros and amateurs. One thing that I, it just, I kind of threw me off every time it was said today. And I know it was a mix when Peyton Manning <laughs> and Tom Brady were called amateurs. I, and occasionally they got, they called them the quarterbacks. Yeah. The but quarterbacks. I was at common amateurs. Line. I was, I'm like this, you know, to me in my brain, in my weird, strange mind, you know, amateurs, when I open my eyes, it's not, you know, to your yeah, wife's place them, point, it's yeah. not the Vanderbilt that is <laughs> Tom Brady GQ. and Peyton Manning, six five Peyton Manning. You yeah. know, it's like though amateurs are the guys that you play with in the pro ams. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. I, I thought, yeah, to that point, I also thought what well, was a pretty, pretty like awesome little uh quip or 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 you know moment was at the very end where tiger said yeah i really commend these guys for coming onto our turf we're comfy here like they're not like we you know we would have a hard time or whatever going to their turf and like peyton laughed and tiger said yeah see like he laughed because could you imagine this is why golf is so cool could you imagine (laughs) hey let's raise money we'll get the best two golfers uh you know two of the best golfers of all time uh we'll play a football game uh, Peyton, Tom, you'll obviously be the quarterbacks. Uh, you just run a crossing route. We'll have like, I don't know, like, you know, we'll have like a, yeah. NFL middle linebacker guard you. And it's like, this is going to be the dumbest thing you've ever watched. Like someone's going to first of all die. No one's going to be impressive. Whereas this one, like we watched Peyton Manning own par threes beat out tiger, like <laughs> three times. Uh, Tom Brady makes a wedge shot. Like what sport is cool enough to be able to allow that? Like that is so, so sick to me. <laughs> Could you imagine tonight? Scott Van Pelt's report. He's like, well, Phil Mickelson out nine months. JJ what? <laughs> Bottom across the middle, and uh, <laughs> we raised a million dollars. Phil lost an arm and half of his knee, but uh, but hey, it was for a great cause. It's such a good point. So I have a uh, three more points. First off, <laughs> Tom Brady's pants ripped, so made me feel uh, a lot better just about life. You know, like, did I he have to, s- to? Did he have to bum? I, I I'm pretty sure because he he brought in a non brand that's his. Correct. Did he have to bum rain pants from somebody else? Was that what happened? I think so. They didn't. They didn't go real in depth into that for probably <laughs> good reason. But I, it made me feel better. You watch this guy who's just like, I don't. What a glow up that guy had. He was not a, like a very attractive man uh, at the combine with his slumped shoulder. You know, everyone <laughs> knows the picture. And now, like the dude, just like is a spitting image of like a of a magazine cover. Uh, so watching him rip his pants and also suck heavily at golf for the first seven holes, six holes was awesome. Uh, I will give him this. He absolutely like clutched up down the stretch and like, that's what he does. So that was cool. Uh, a little moment for a little while. Uh, Peyton was like kind of falling off and I'm like, here come all the jokes. Like this is what's happened. They're all careers. Then Peyton like caught fire at the end. So that was cool. But uh, that, that made me feel good. Uh, my biggest uh, qualm and an issue with the, lead up to this i hate the force banter they do these zoom things peyton manning did an amazing job like when tiger and phil do it you could tell they've been thinking about what they want to say and it just doesn't come off well uh i was very frustrated because phil does this 
in my opinion, dumb joke about the master's jacket and a picture of Tiger putting it on Phil. Like, Tiger's five of these. So, like, I didn't get the joke in general. Hey, Tiger, you see this? It's like, Tiger's wearing a green jacket in the picture of you of him putting one on you. Like, what are we doing here? So that made me mad. And all Tiger has to say is anything about the U.S. Open to win. And Tiger grabs, I mean, kind of odd. Like, he just must have green jackets laying around his house. So that was kind of cool. But he just grabbed a green jacket goes, no, I got one of mine right here. And it was funny, haha. But it's like, dude, like you have a, like, this is an alley-oop. The ball is just hanging at the rim. You right. just have to flick it in there. So today he finally said it. Like, uh, Phil, and to Phil, again, this is why you can make fun of Phil all you want for his, like, quirkiness dorkiness whatever but like this is why he's the best he talks all this trash and he knows his place in the in between these two and he brings up this u.s open thing and tiger goes yeah i've got a few and he goes he goes okay i've got a few of the silver ones can, can i use one of your gold ones like he like such a perfect like he he's very much like like he has humility like in this like he knows like he's gonna tuck all his trash to tiger but also like when it comes it. back yeah it's okay he he said the perfect thing today too when tom he had the tigers had the putt on the uh single club hole like five or whatever and he, him and tom are like he was telling tom he's like we need to will this one out of the hole for him and and tom's like yeah we'll will it out and then phil does say he goes it doesn't really work ever uh, like you could like feel him saying like i've thought this before and he's never actually like I've never willed it out of the hole, but he then said, he goes, but he's putting with a four iron. So I think we have a chance. And it was like, cool to hear that. Cause he, again, going back to like, man, tiger's so good. Like this never works. Like, I just want you to know, like no one's ever willed his ball out of the hole. Like his, his, he wills hit in over you willing it out every time. But it was cool to see Phil, like kind of say those things. Cause you know, amidst all the uh, trash talk and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, I bomb it, this and that, like, both of them gave so much, give so much subtle credit to the other if you pick up on it. And they really respect each other. You know, I know there's been a lot made of their like rivalry or whatever, but like <laughs> I truly think that they, that they maybe, I don't, wouldn't know before, but right now from all accounts, like, dude, they really like, like get along and, and truly respect each other's careers and games. So I thought that was, that was cool to hear from Phil and that US Open thing. I needed to hear it because if there's one thing that you have like, like over Phil, you know, at least point it out if he's going to keep chirping you. I mean, yeah. like, you got to throw down the haymaker at some point. Well, I, I think to your point about the the mutual respect you see between Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods is I, it seems as though, you know, they had this rivalry. I mean, that you, you mentioned the three and, and really four, I mean, VJ Ernie, you know, Tiger and Phil, but I mean, to media and to the golf world, it was Tiger and Phil. You were either a Tiger guy or a Phil guy. And that was for years, maybe for a decade. And, you know, Phil subtly would trash talk him and Tiger would, would not really respond much. He would simply respond with the golf clubs. What it's looked like as they've gotten into their mid to late 40s, they understand that both can help the other out. And yeah. I feel like it probably took Tiger longer to understand that this guy actually, to what we've said a lot earlier about the entertainer that is Phil Mickelson, this guy can help me in the things that we can do outside of the PGA tour and outside of major championships. And they have, I mean, these are two of these things. The first one, you know, was 10 million, $9 million up for grabs. This one raises $20 million for charity. And, you know, you get two hall of fame quarterbacks and what 30 celebrities, you know, joining in during the, during the broadcast. I mean, other people aren't going to pull that type of weight. Oh God. Yeah. You're not going to get, jj watt and nick Foles like actively tweeting and watching golf like like actively uh tiger pulls a lot of a lot of people in but e even even that like that's because tom and, and peyton were playing like that was huge 
huge too. Yeah, I was once sitting around with Phil, and he, uh, this is when Tiger was hurt, and I didn't know his relationship with Tiger. I've only heard it through the media, you know, as as a college kid, and right. so I didn't I didn't want to bring up Tiger to him. It's not like I'm going to ask him Tiger questions. I don't know if they get along. Like it's kind of like you know, it's a lot like the Kobe Shaq thing. We find out that they really loved each other, but they had this kind of weird beef that wasn't really beef, but was kind of you know, it was beef adjacent. It was made like plant based beef. So. <laughs> He, uh, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm into out. it. I I'm into it. It's like, it's like that banana beef jerky I made you eat. Slimy. slimy. Uh, but yeah, so we're sitting around and, you know, uh, this must have been 2015. I think the second time Tiger got hurt or whatever. And he, uh, I'm sitting there with Phil watching golf. Um, and we're talking a little bit about it. And he kind of said something about Tiger, like nothing, like, you know, nothing opinionated, just something about like, whatever. So I kind of started to pick his brain a little bit. I started to feel out this thing and he really went into like, man, we really need him back. Like, you know, and he was so like respectful of him. And so like, he, he really like appreciates him. And it made me realize very quickly that all this stuff is made up like in the media a little bit, like there was no, there's probably bad blood because one beat the other. There wasn't bad blood because I don't like you. I mean, he was even when he would tell stories about Tiger hitting shots. Phil is the king of like, I can do, you know, anything here like you, you know, I can do stuff that nobody can. He would tell stories and be like, I, I, I watched him hit a shot and I'm like, I don't get how you did that. And like, that was cool to hear, you know, like from someone like Phil, who who has all of those shots to hear. And it made me just realize that these guys really get that they're both very important to golf. Obviously, Tiger a little bit more so. But Phil is. Phil is, you know, a lot like Arnold Palmer, man. Like he, he grows the game more than anybody go. And I said it on the no laying up podcast a long time ago, um, about, about Phil, we can make fun of how he explains all these things. And I was joking today with Joe about how, like, if you ask Phil for a read, you get 10 minutes of talking and he finishes it with, yeah, it's right edge and it's flat. Like it's just like the longest explanation, but if you, there's two ways you can look at it, man, you can look at it as gosh, this guy's kind of, you know, a little, over the top and braggadocious, or you can look at it as this guy's really excited to explain something that he really understands. And he really wants you to understand too. So when you ask him, well, is this putt flat? He goes, well, it's dark right there and it's light up there and you see how it blends. And it's like, most people would just be like, just tell me yes or no. Right. But he's trying to not only tell you, but then show you so you can do it on your own. It's like the teach Amanda fish thing. Like he'll eat forever. Give a man a fish. What, like, you know, he, he can eat for one night. Phil does the other way. He, he's, he's trying to teach you as he goes. And it's, it's cool. I mean, it's, it's a lot like, you know, it's a lot in these things. Cause but for people that's not used to it but that's what i appreciate about him when i would ask phil a question i'll get a long ass answer but that answer was filled with nothing but inf like good information and he's giddy to tell you because i think he really like it really like intrigues him it's like how do you hit a flop shot he goes i'm gonna give you a 38 point reason because yeah. this is how much time i've spent learning it and i need to at least use it like you know it's like why you know and he like does that and it's like some people are like god you know fig jam is, is you know that like the media nickname right but it's really like it's it's not it's like you asked me like do you want to know or do you want me not to and tiger's the other way tiger's like i don't know i'm just really you know kind of good at it and it's like yeah you are okay we're just gonna go with that like oh you know whatever feels like well, you asked me, I'm going to show you and tell you, and you, if you're not being kind of like stubborn, you're going to learn from it. And I think that was, that was cool. And that's, yeah, them, them two both, they mean, they mean so much to sport people, people will never really understand. Even people yeah. that play have a hard time understanding how important they are. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, listen, nobody has benefited from what Tiger has done for golf more than Phil Mickelson. I don't think anybody has any debate about that. I mean, in his first professional season in 1993, Phil played 24 PJ tour events, won twice. 
and made six hundred and twenty-eight thousand dollars. So yeah, golf's a little <laughs> I lost bit my different. car one year and made that much money. <laughs> We're gonna take a quick break and be right back. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. MVPs of both teams. Go. Uh, Tiger. Mm. Peyton was pretty good on the front. I, I thought I thought Peyton hit it horrendous on the back nine. <laughs> like Tiger, <laughs> they had to use they had to use a lot of Tiger's tee shots where they didn't want to. Um, where I thought Tom came through on the back. I was I, it was the two pros, Tiger and Phil. They were very okay. steady. Phil played really well. Tom was. <laughs> they would have been like six down through six if it wasn't for Phil. Um, but yeah, a Tiger was the overall MVP. He 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 looked very much in charge. It looked very easy to him. Uh, but the true MVP of the whole thing was was JT. Man, he he absolutely killed it. I have only one thing. Uh, I'll or sorry, you go ahead. Tell me who you thought the MVPs were. And I'll add my one quick. Question. Man, I I just feel like I, I'm. Listen, it was the pros. I mean, I don't really. I, I will say it's hard not to pick the pros. So that, yeah, that's kind of a hard. It's kind of what one. they do for a living. Yeah. The, the, the huge <laughs> moment to me was Mickelson missing that putt for par. Yeah, that was on, big. When was it, it was like raining. 13, 14, yeah. 15. When that it was, was a big jumping. moment. That that was a huge putt because he made a couple of those distance putts that had to keep it going. And, you know, when you do these things, you know, if you're on the production side of them, you don't want to blow out for goodness sakes. I mean, even for when sure. we do. Huge events like the U.S. Amateur. I mean, the last thing in the world you want is some guy five up after the morning 18 on Championship Sunday. I mean, that's that's brutal to broadcast. So so, you, think, you think that had a little to do with why Tiger kept 
giving putts or like four happy. Given like they made Peyton Manning putt a two footer, <laughs> and they were, and it wasn't even a question. Mickelson would just go pick it up. Did you notice yeah, that? Yeah, he was just picking it up. Oh, I, I, I do have something I want to kind of mini rant on, is because I've been dealing this with my buddy Andrew Omer the last couple of weeks. Pops on a par three, really? Yeah, they yeah. couldn't just skip the par three handicap. That is Phil Mickelson was beside himself but speaking of the handicaps by the way uh they weren't even like tom's an eight and he's like a a three like it's not fair what what, i don't know listen it was for charity it's fine if they were playing for if they were playing for real their money you know what i'm saying like if it was 20 million (laughs) for those two guys i'm pretty sure that there'd have been there'd have been a better negotiation on what the uh on what the number would have been um so uh we were supposed we were then real quick. We were supposed to, we talked about watching taped golf. We were supposed to conclude our regrip series this past Saturday. Unfortunately, I'm not going to shout out my Wi-Fi company, but it's three letters. And, uh, and that's what it is. Uh, Wi-Fi. Sounds like a really bad word, but they, they, they turned a C and a K into an X. <laughs> there you go. Thank you very much. Real subtle. Um, uh, Wi-Fi went out. I, so I called, I had to just bring this up first because I apologize for anybody that was ready. We're going to do it on Saturday. This coming Saturday, it's the 2013 Walker Cup. Max Homa was a part of that. America won, and it's National Golf League. America! So you, should, you should tune in. We'll let you know the times this week because it was 5 p.m. because Justin Thomas was going to join us. Now we'll see what time, and we'll try to get JT on again. That will be this coming Saturday. So apologies, but I will say I upgraded my wife. This is funny, too, because it's ironic. I upgraded my Wi-Fi Saturday morning, the day I had the Wi-Fi outage, and I called because I was having some Wi-Fi issues in the morning. I've decided I have the modern answer to the question of what is the technology version of when a doctor or anyone asks how many drinks you have a week? Because literally nobody's ever answered that, that question correctly. <laughs> when I was in college, I had to fill out a survey one time. How many drinks do you have in a week? The highest answer option was eight plus. Yeah. Like I'm in college. <laughs> I mean, eight, I mean, come on, you know, I mean, eight plus it's like when your dentist asks, you know, how often have you been flossed and everybody lies about that. The, the modern technology version is how many devices do you have connected to your router? The lady said that my current Wi-Fi situation should allow me three, three, <laughs> three, three total. I mean, my grill connects to our Wi-Fi. <laughs> like the thing that I cook meat on connects to our Wi-Fi. I was like, well, I think we have at least five max. We've got to have 20 things connected to the Wi-Fi. Right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, at least. Sure. And everybody that comes over connects to it. Connects to it. But I mean, when I do this podcast with you, I'm exiting. I'm yeah, exiting Wi-Fi out of off. stuff. Yeah. So, uh, so that anyway, that that is what I've decided is that is our new thing, because there's no chance I'm going to answer that question correctly. But apologies again. This Saturday, we are going to, you know, if there's no outages, fingers crossed, we will have our final uh, regrip. Some people ask why it's our final. Well. Max has to go back to playing golf at some point. So <laughs> yeah. uh, that's that. We also had a reader ask you this, and I figure we could both do it. Why do you, you call to, a reader? <laughs> I say reader. Yeah. I always say reader. You're such I a blogger. I know. I'm such. I'm a, I'm a writer at heart, and I'm old. <laughs> and it's late on Sunday. Um, a listener. This is a listen. The podcast. <laughs> just in case you're a listening, podcast, show. <laughs> podcast go in your ear. Uh, asked uh, since you mentioned your favorite cereal last week. One of our our three oh, yeah. favorite cereals. First of all, your favorite cereal you mentioned on the podcast last week. So kind of a, 
I would say not the normal it's answer. Definitely outlier. What is it? It's multi-grain Cheerios. Cheerios. So that's not regular Cheerios. <laughs> no, which regular Cheerios is my third favorite. Oh my uh, then I have a then I have a cinnamon toast crunch is my second favorite, mostly because the milk at the bottom. And my number one favorite is the multi-grain Cheerios. I don't know why it's it's like the healthiest version of all the Cheerios, and I think it's the best. Like I love regular Cheerios, Honey Nut Cheerios, bomb. Like they pop with flavor, but the, I don't get it. Like the multigrain is, is so tasty. And I feel, I feel like, uh, I feel so healthy when I eat it. Cause I'm like, ah, I picked the healthiest version of this. Like I'm, 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 you know, I'm going to be a chiseled, chiseled man after I eat this, you know, cereal in a fucking, you know, bowl of <laughs> milk. Like what are you doing? Man? Sugary like, milk. Yeah, like, if there's one time to eat sugar, like it probably is in cereal or just like be a normal person, and make eggs. <laughs> it's donuts. I mean, I, when you have donuts in the morning, you're like, I, I'm, I'm starting my day. I think it was Pat Oswald. I'm starting my day with this. Now, actually, I, some other comedian, I'm not sure who says that again. It's, I'm what's, your, on what's your three? Uh, I, Cinnamon Toast Crunch was number one for me. Number two, Lucky Charms, which was always my number one as a kid. But I kind of grew out of it, you know. I, I grew into cinnamon toast crunch. At some I got point. in trouble when I where I was a kid because my I was over at my friend's house um, and uh, I used to sleep over his house all the time. And his mom was like, you know, kind of like my mom, my second mom, or whatever. And she yelled at me one day because I had forgotten. I didn't really realize, but we were playing video games that I was eating the Lucky Charms out of the box, but I was only taking out the marshmallows, and I must have dusted the whole thing. Except for now, it's just. It's just like not as tasty Cheerios. So that one's That's like dog bad. food. You give <laughs> yeah. that to your dog when it's done. That's directly to Scotty. What's uh, number your third? Th three is Raisin Bran. That was my nice. That was my healthy option. I was gonna put my my true third is O's, but I feel like when I bring up O's, nobody knows what I'm talking about. So I don't want to be the guy that's you're like, what's your favorite fast food place? And they mentioned the two in like Omaha that's by their house <laughs> yeah. that nobody's ever heard of. So. I'm going to go just, you know, everybody's had Raisin Bran. Also a thing you think's healthy, also has a whole bunch of sugar on it. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. 
sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Um, you had an idea for something to kind of cap off the week with. I like uh, and this I, idea. It's and a I love it. <laughs> let me just say this: I have a lot written down. But right okay, before good. we get there, I just want to say to you: now, we don't always take our times to thank the Max Home sponsors in the world. So, I just wanted to give you the floor to say thanks to your sponsors, real quick. Oh, thanks so much, Shane. I mean, no no, I would no thank problem. you for giving me the opportunity to thank uh, people. Of course, I would love to thank Titleist. Um, they have been by my side. Oh, wait, wait, are you doing, wait, you're doing the explanation. Uh, I'm doing a thank you speech. You got to, <laughs> you got to put the music on. Uh, I'll thank MGM grand. They've killed it. Uh, with me, Travis Matthew makes me look cool. Um, got a new one rig up. They knew, I don't, you know, we haven't been super acquainted yet, but like, you know, they've stuck it out as well. Uh, I'm going to see, this is the problem. Gonna, oh, Silverleaf Golf Club lets me thank play you, there, put my bag uh, or put a uh, logo on my bag. That's all I had to do. I get to play at one of the nicest golf course in the country. So yeah, that's pretty great. Uh, by the way, you just reminded me one of the parts today, Phil comes on and goes, Hey, I just got a you know message from workday. The guy's going to put up, uh, you know, $1.5 million for this shot. <laughs> and Lacey's like, what if that was like, he said like 150 grand and Phil's like, ah, I'm going to put you on the spot here. 1.5 million. <laughs> like you, you got to do it now. You're not going to like not do it. So, that just reminded me of that i should have just started naming other sponsors rolex thanks so much for saying me that watch that's on its way ferrari the car on the way is nice peloton you can you can yeah, debit peloton, my account, debit my account back no, so the reason I, and, and I, not just because i i wanted you to thank your sponsors because you've got great sponsors and i think you have you in my great. opinion just my opinion and this is just this unbiased here the best sponsors in all of golf. I think you know what, it, man? Thank you. No problem. But they are the here's, best. Here's why I'm bringing this up. Because just this past week, Justin Rose and Hanma. Oh, God. I forgot away. about this. Okay. So I was thinking. When I now, see this, it throws off my brain. Like, I can't read. Well not enough. good for me either. It throws me <laughs> off as well. So if at any point Hanma, which I, I can only assume, great company. Don't know much about them. But I, I know they make amazing stuff. If Hanma's ever looking for the pitch man i'm just going to spend a couple minutes and explain why max homa would make a lot of sense first his name is homa yeah we're close we're close right there easy for google seo if you search them or whatever you'd probably come up with both Uh, also anybody that works in pr for hanma you don't ever have to worry about a headline any tournament max wins they got it Ever. You got it done. So easy. Homa wins with Hanma. Done. <laughs> like we, you, that works for the Masters, U.S. Open, the Match Three that Max is going to be a part of. All of these things are easy. And I also, I just had a wrinkle. This is just an idea of mine. I think one month a year, you have to change your last name 
and then one month a year they have to change their company name <laughs> okay i'm cool with that because they don't benefit from me doing it and i definitely benefit from them doing yeah it. so so one you know i and i was gonna say you do your birthday month you could do what your november right yep november so november you don't play you don't have to play in a whole bunch of stuff either in november you know you might be good australia <laughs> you can go down and play the australia playing. you know japan you play in but anyway this is just i just i had i had to have the opportunity to, to, to throw like that it. out there uh, and again, a lot of good Nidalist, headlines. We love what you do. You are not kind to me. You're great to Max. So this is in no way anything more than just a stupid idea. And I've got we're, a we're lot just of uh, it. we're trying to Titleist. If you're listening, uh, Mr. Titleist, um, we're just trying to we're trying to add a little little a uh, bidding war. I mean, yeah. throw a little more money at me. I don't know. <laughs> They're coming um, for him. They're, They're coming, coming for him. me. Obviously, we're basically yeah, I mean, related. They lost a name. guy. You know what? I'll, I'll throw this out there too. If you had a whole bunch of Hanma hats with the Justin Rose logo on it, Max will probably yeah, wear them. He doesn't really black, care. Black out the end. Um, you can't honestly. Here's another headline. You can't spell Hanma without Homa. It's just I right there. It's a layer. That. That's what I used to say about Justin Thomas. You can't spell Tom without homa um so yeah uh, i'm obviously anytime he got on a cover i was on a cover because it just i'll just take out the t and the a uh, the s i thought they had a little justin hidden in your arm here on that digest cover. was that him or is that not him <laughs> it might have been let's get to your your the thing that I, I love golf cliches the oh, ones are we, we doing top like. five i've got like i've got like oh 20, do all but... you want i have seven but i was gonna break it down to five um or eh, we'll just say them. but i'm gonna break it down to five so you gotta cut it down to five. i always have to do this <laughs> now you have to do it um the, i wanted to be positive like things we like because we always talk about the dumb things that we don't like like that are said a lot i want to say some that make me laugh uh we've been playing you know a lot of golf i've been playing with new people um you know not professionals that say all of these and some of them really do make me smile so i'll i'm gonna start i'm gonna go with my number five uh this one makes me laugh it's probably not my it's probably better than number five but i'll just say it first because it's a good lead off marketer finish is a fantastic golf saying it's when somebody's you know hits a putts like three feet they're looking around doing that is this going to be good and somebody just jumps right past the whole like let's just not say anything and they go to marketer finish it's a classic it, it it gets the it's a little jab um but it also means like hey like you ain't getting any uh any charity from me today bud <laughs> so interesting and we haven't compared lists my number five is almost the same thing it's a different phrase this is a dougie bacon special my uncle does this yeah. a lot you hit a putt up there and you ask if it's good and dougie always says eh, it's pretty good it's not bad <laughs> I like that yeah i like that great one that's my number five it's pretty good it's not bad always it's a, it's a classic laugh. dad joke such a great dad joke see you you haven't experienced this yet but there is i think it's about six months into having your first kid when dad jokes all of a sudden oh, kind of make happy. you happy and yeah, no, they make you, they it. make you happy. I get it. That I'm makes into sense. it. Yeah, I am too. I, I've thought that, you know, ever since I was like 12, I was going to be the king of dad jokes once I did become a dad. Um, what's your four? Oh, it's, it's, it's actually, snaky. we won't snake. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Oh, wow. You're um, ready. Uh, good miss. <laughs> I actually remember the day I had the very first time someone said, good miss the best player at, at our home course at Vista uh brandon christensen shots fired at joe but brandon was better than you joe uh i got to play like through like with them for like two holes and i hit this wedge and i hit it like crap i was like eight years old maybe i hit like crap but it flew right over the front edge and rolled up to like three feet and brandon says good miss and i was so embarrassed that like someone knew that i didn't hit it well and it like really rocked me so kinda i still like you. it it's because it's kind of like a little 
you know, it's funny in professional golf because obviously most people hit it good a lot. So you'll say good miss. Um, and it's like, you know, it can be kind of like a little like, you know, jab, but it could also just yeah. be more. Whatever. But I, I, I just love it because I do. It's also such a classic golf thing. Game of misses. You know, it's a, it's a good miss. That's like, it's actually a good thing. Um, the uh, I, I've personally, there are certain people that say good miss and it really pisses me off that they say it. Now, there's a lot of people that say it and I, there's no reaction. I get what they're trying to say. But are there people that you know in your life when they say good miss, you know they're doing it to kind of be an asshole? Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. I mean, um, Bryson did it to me this year uh, <laughs> on six at Riviera in a practice round the pins front right. And I hit like a six iron and I pulled it like maybe 20 feet, like right at the middle of the bunker, like the bunker that's in the middle of the green. And my ball like lands, you know, 20 feet, 20, probably 25 feet left of the pin and just kind of stays up there. Doesn't go down the hill. If it goes on the hill, it goes like 20, maybe 15 feet, 10 feet. And Bryson goes, is that where you were aiming? <laughs> and I was like, no way. Sort of God. And I was like, no, man. Like I was going at the pin. Like I pulled it. He goes, but then he like, you know, he caught himself. He's like, Oh, I'm not trying to be like rude. And I'm like, I know you're not like, but what a ridiculous, like I hit in the middle of green. Like it's a very okay shot. Like, but then of course he flags it and hit like four feet. And I was like, yeah, I guess you aim better. I, than I, can't, I, am. But I can't it was believe really you didn't hammer him with the same thing. Were you, is that what you're yeah, It was, it was, uh, I don't know. That one, that one really, that one really made me laugh. That's great. My, my dad, my, this is number four is a shout out to my father. I, I gave my uncle a little love. I'm going to give my dad a little love my dad has said 90 percent of short putts don't go in yep since i was in the womb and <laughs> he even kind of spices it up so like in texas a big joke was always that people that went to texas a&m were stupid obviously that was kind of a dig from people that went to university of texas so my dad would spice it up and he'd go you know and he'll he'll nudge they're he'll do so like, smart he'll do too. like the oh yeah he'll do like the the dad nudge you know <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Leave a <laughs> you know they did a study at texas a&m and it came back 90% of short putts don't go in. And then he waits for you to, and I, I mean, I've max, I've heard it 2000 times. Oh, and I he would, still wants me to give it the, even, even the courtesy chuckle he appreciates. Um, <laughs> I like that. I'm going to run through my three. Cause I'm looking at my computer. I have 5% battery and I don't know where oh, my wow. charger is. Um, okay. <laughs> on the same, on the same, uh, how are we doing in technology one? this weekend? Oh, horrendous as good as the last one or on the same, um, you know, stream as the last one thin to win. Very good. It rhymes. I'm big on rhyming. Uh, also, you know, it actually is pretty true. You'd much rather thin it than fat it. For sure. Um, uh, also, it just goes with the lexicon of golf. Is it thin to win or thin to wind? No, no, thin to win. Like, like to win. Now I'm rattled. I think no. I, I can no, I say thin to win? No, no, I'm right. It, it's thin to win. No D. I I think my for most of my life. <laughs> I thought it was wind. Oh, don't worry. I used to think that it was play it by year, not play it by ear. <laughs> and I, and I had this, I had a Joey Tribbiani Tribbiani. It made sense. Like it's a mood point uh, or a mood point. I had a real reason why it made sense. And now, now when I think of that reason, I'm like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever thought of. Like it you, makes no the sense. It, it was stupid now that I realized, but I had convinced myself that this is what it must mean. Cause it's just a common phrase, but I thought it was like play it by year. So play it by time. Like we'll see how time goes. <laughs> and like, if something changes, changes we'll do it now i get it like we're gonna play it by ear like we're gonna hear if something gotcha. yeah i mean what a stupid i'm an idiot um another one very uh, very similar to your 90 percent. never up never in i like this is kind of like you know it's got like the flow of just the actual saying uh number one 
this is how we started it. I sent this to you right away because this is my all-time favorite golf cliche. When it's breezy, swing easy. <laughs> it flows and it rhymes and it's like maybe the truest statement ever. Yeah, it was it was it was in my top three. I, I had it at two, but I'll, I'll put it at three here. When it's breezy, swing easy is the best one without a doubt, and it should be your number one. And I actually think it might should it might it should be the like the the slogan of this podcast because it's so great. We're gonna take a quick break and be right back. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Uh, my number two, are we on three, 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 three? So I'll, I'll do when it's breezy, swing easiest three. Okay. My number two, which is also great. No pictures on the scorecard. Oh, great ex- I forgot about that. One. Unbelievable explanation of, of it's so true. It's you golf. Know, you can make it That's horrible five, yeah. <laughs> It's such a, it's a perfect explanation of this silly sport. And my number one, which I love so much, that doggle hunt. I oh, love I like that. that. Doggle I hunt. like that. Oh, you just remind, I just thought of one. Uh, blind squirrel get a nut every once in a great, while. Great, that's a good one. Uh, so my, some that's one of my honorable mentions. Um, one of them, uh, breakfast ball, just a cool saying. I really like it. Lunch ball, breakfast ball. It's just a, it's just a cop out to be allowed to hit an extra, extra shot. I mean, no one knows who, like, why that's a thing, but it is. Some clubs have like a determined everyone gets a breakfast ball. Some don't. So like, that's an important one. Uh, and then the one we talked about when we played the other day, I hadn't heard it in a while. This is why it wasn't in my main list but i do like the saying i just never say it and i never really hear it like and often enough whipped cream on dog shit 
great uh, one. That's a great one because the guy we played with made like a 25 footer for double and it was such a great putt. And I said, great putt. And you could tell he was happy and sad. And he just looked at me and said better than a triple. And I'm like, yeah, like, so it just reminded me of that, of that saying, but, um, I, there are a lot of good golf ones and there's some that like, you know, go into your, you know, regular, uh, daily lives, like whether they, people know it or not golf, you know, golf it below par, which doesn't make sense, I guess, because below par means bad when it's good in golf, but like things golf adjacent, par, I like, think people say yeah, a lot. Par, yeah. So par I think for that's the course, cool. you par for the course. The course yeah. Like, so uh, my, my least ones. favorite real quick before your computer dies, the one that I think I hate the most, and this comes from a man that a lot of the time in my life as a golfer has been allergic to the fairway drive for show putt for dough <laughs> works must be ever. I always say anybody ever says that to me ever. I go, the putt doesn't really matter when it's for seven. Yeah. I just went out of bounds. Yeah. I hate drive for show putt for dough. I mean, if you've ever hit it sideways, golf's not easy. No, how's Rory all? doing? <laughs> Rory drives for show and dough. Like the yeah. dude just makes money from 90 yards out in every fairway. All of it works. Um, <laughs> if you could, last question, we'll get off. What is your percentage at? Uh, now I'm still hanging in there. I turned the brightness all the way down. So I'm at still at 4%. Now. You can't see anything. I'm crushing. Um, <laughs> if you, if you could pick match three, yeah. you get to, you get, you're in charge of match number three. Who are the four people playing golf? Cool. Mama. What one I thought that would be good. I thought they were going to do tiger Jason day against uh, Phil and Ricky. Cause they're all, they're all very good. You know, them That'd two are very awesome. good friends. Obviously the answer would be, you know, the, you know, Tiger and Phil, if you know, and then like, you know, Rory and Brooks or DJ or Justin or, like JT, whatever. or JT though needs to be in like uh, one the more I thought of it. So the reason I brought that first one up is because I had heard that that was going to be a thing. And I thought that was a fantastic idea. JT needs to be in one of these. He's the best trash talker on tour. Like he he's the quickest. I mean, it, in an ideal world, like if you just, it's it's difficult because you need great great golf too, right? Like you want you're not gonna people say like Max, you like we need Max Homa in that. It's like dude, like n- nobody cares. Like I can't. I'll be funny or whatever, but like it's not gonna be like it's not gonna bring any eyeballs. Like who, nobody wants to just watch me play eighteen holes other than like my wife, my mom. And like, you, I mean, I, okay, I, I will. Like, I have a little army of people on Twitter that would, but like, you really wouldn't because you'd rather watch the Tigers. So they'll be like, the the group should be. Uh, somebody said like me, and this would be great for entertainment only, like like off funniness and like like humor and getting like yelling at each other. Me and like Harold Varner, JT, and Kisner would be an unbelievable foursome that somebody. Uh, Eddie P's got to be in there, Eddie right? Eddie would be a phenomenal one. That's the thing. Like, you're going to get all the funny, like, funny, like, nor- more normal guys. But the thing is, is JT is normal and funny and and can talk all that trash and is also, like, a top five player in the world. Kisner, again, also in that bubble. If you got Kisner in there, you everyone would lose it because of how, like, he is he is all, all, all time. He's, like, he might be – he is a – unreal good golfer he might be better at talking trash than golf like he's that good at talking trash like he is the best so i think that would be good but like i said i like my first option but the more i think about it i think tiger now the tiger and jt are like boys tiger jt ricky phil i'll take that i think that would be phenomenal because you also want the friendly friendships to mingle so you could say like phil and eddie pepperell it's like they're they don't know each other like they're not friends me and like me and tiger like that would be that would be not good like i it wouldn't work so the idea is that you need a lot 
how much would they have to pay you to to play alongside Tiger in one of these? Would it be like 10, 20 million? What would you need? Well, we'll take this offline because I do I do want to start a bidding war, but like um <laughs> uh the the real the real answer is um no you can't say free you can't throw no it's not free but if they if they you know they fly me out uh okay what's up what's up coach nope just coach coach is fine uh but you give me a drink ticket both ways i'm in (laughs) i'm sold you provide the mask and the gloves for the flight. <laughs> provide the mask, gloves, some peanuts, and two drink tickets. One on the way out. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're, now you're up, and now all of a sudden the deal went up. <laughs> one got, on the way out, I got one a, on the way I, in. I got a drink ticket way, right here. Now I'm handing out you one, too. <laughs> um, I, I just, listen, we just got off Last Dance. 40% of Last Dance was about golf. Let's get Jordan involved. Oh, Let's God, get Jordan cool. on the golf course. I don't know who the fourth would be. Barkley. Bring I, Barkley I, I want Barkley and JT to be on my TV here, all here's what'd the time be great about, Here's what would be great about Barkley being involved <laughs> is the dude would be getting like two or three shots a hole, and he would not <laughs> help at all at any point during the match. And then one hole, he's going to get it airborne on a par three or something. You know, I got a buddy, one of my best friends named Tim Lynch, and we call him Timmy Two Pops because he always <laughs> wants his handicap on par three courses. And we tried to explain to him, yo, you're not a 30 on a part three <laughs> yeah. course because all you've got to do is find grass and you're yeah. going to win the hole. But I mean, Barkley would actually be entertaining again. Who cares if he plays like trash? Oh, and he might be, help a couple of times. I want to, uh, before we, I got to give a shout out to TNT when they went to go, I was like, man, I really want to watch Bark thing. I'm like, I've seen Barkley at TPC lately. And I'm like, I know he's been grinding. So I was like, we really, really wanted to see how, how he did. So I'm like, man, they're not gonna really get this in. It's dark. And then they go, Oh, well, we recorded this earlier. And I'm like, this is fake. Like it's going to be fake. Shout out to them for absolutely not. What did he make? It. What did he uh, make? Six. So he made a six. He three putt from like 60 feet. He beat, uh, he had he like beat a, the triple. He, well, yeah, but he beat triple, which was the Vegas line, but he didn't beat, he needed a bogey or better to win, uh, make more money for charity. They still okay. donated a hundred grand, but like it was for 300 grand or something, but I was very proud of them for not cheating. And I also leaned into the skid that yeah, Barkley's not very good. So they're like, we're not going to like help him look better. <laughs> like everyone knows he should make a six. He made a six. Well, I mean, you, you know, again, we talked the outlier that is Charles Barkley. How many guys as famous as he is, as accomplished as he is, Hall of Famer, all of the accolades, is okay just laying his laundry out in his front lawn, and he doesn't care if people make fun of him. That's such an unbelievable trait to have, and I feel like few, very few people in any level of fame are able to to let anyone – you know, I mean, he's getting poked fun of during the broadcast, and he just takes it. Like, he's so good at taking it. So kudos to him. Shout-out to Newbarth and to Bime and the whole crew. Thanks for putting this on. Max, I bet you're exhausted, dude. You got to, you did like all, all day, all <laughs> I mean, day media. One of, them was, one of them was video games. So I think well, I be... know, but I mean, all day you had to be on. <laughs> hey, shout out, by the way, shout out to the part of my ticket and Hank Logwood for letting me do that. I, they're minus ours. They're my favorite podcast. And it's cool to like be on their little Twitch streams here and there. And uh, I play with Trent, uh, who, you know, his name uh, on uh, Twitter is Trent Daddy. Uh, everyone calls him Trent Daddy or Bug. Uh, baggage guy luggage guy trent but uh foreplay uh obviously uh dude and we got to play today his name uh his his uh playstation call of duty name is big daddy <laughs> and i very nice. much appreciated that uh so it was really fun so i wanted to thank them for letting me do it um i stink uh we all kind of stink 
but it's fun to like hop on the sticks and play. Uh, did a little lead into the to the you know main show Tiger and Phil playing golf against two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. So what what a world we're living in right now. Yeah, I mean, what a day, what a Sunday. <laughs> I hope you guys you're going to be listening to this on Monday. It's a holiday. I hope you enjoy Memorial Day. I hope you guys are able to get out and be safe. And and if you live in an area that allows you to do something, I hope you can do it. And if you're in an area that doesn't, do it. I hope you follow the guidelines. And um, regripped, our final regript, at least of this series, will be <laughs> internet pending. Internet. Any outages. Uh, you know, hey, real quick, they have a thing you can text update to when you have an internet outage. Yeah, it didn't Man. look like it was I, great. I pounded. I pounded it a lot. <laughs> I pounded whatever service that is was getting pretty annoyed at my Tucson number. But uh, uh, that'll be this Saturday. We'll let you know the times. We're hoping Justin Thomas jumps on with us. But now he is uh, another media mogul, just like yeah. our own Max Homa. These guys ourselves. are media celebrities now. Uh, last thing, uh, Max was on Ryan Rosillo's podcast this past week. If you didn't catch it, listen to it. Great listen. Ryan dives into Max's life and career and growing up and all that. So it's a good listen. Uh, we will be back next week unless we decide that the Lance Armstrong thing's great and we decide to do a Monday episode. Who knows? All right, sweet. Uh, everybody wash your hands. Also, uh, before we finish, shout out for, to the Wash Your Hands clan, uh, Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson, just with the most awkward air fives of all time. So respect. <laughs> See you guys. Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.